Welcome back to Dark Realm Podcast. God. I'm Matt. That threw me off, actually. Yeah, I was Don't try- do that again. I was trying to sound like Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for it even after I said do it. I told you to, and then I wasn't ready. What are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about sucking off goats. That's very close. You are a master of approximate knowledge. <laughs> we are talking about goat suckers. El Chupacabra. El Chupanibre. Where did that I, start? Uh, Futurama. Is that where it was? Yeah. I thought we just made it let, up. it. let me tell you this tale of El Chupanibre. <laughs> that is so lost in my memory that I had no idea where it came from. I, was singing, I just remember running around school yelling it. Yeah, I was singing it while doing this research because it's yeah. all I can think about <laughs> when I hear those words. Um, so El Chupacabra's first sighted, uh, technically first sighted, first reported sighting. We always have these always it's always reported because there's a lot of these that come with well there was a sighting but nobody knew or, it was or they'll be like or, there was a monster in this woods for years and we never you know nobody we, said anything yeah or we seen the animals dying and didn't know what it was well there's like stories about like Bigfoot that are kind of like that where natives knew about it but they wouldn't talk about it because if you don't say his name he's like Voldemort yeah um, so 1995 March of 1995 it's very specific because a very specific thing happened. In March of 1995, that coincides with this. Species Um, came out? Yeah. (laughs) Madeline Tolentino. uh, I always thought the last name Tolentino, or I thought that was like an Italian. Italian, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I thought thought it was an Italian person. But no, this is in Puerto Rico. Uh, And there's there's sources that say that it was 1970s. I wrote that down. uh, one source that I, I found said that there was reports of the Chupacabra, not known as the Chupacabra at the time, but something similar Yeah. So, uh, in the 1970s. And it was reported on a Puerto Rican TV show um, called Bonanza, but they referred to it as the Whippoorwill bird oh. and that fork uh, that it sucked goat milk, not blood. That's weird. A Whippoorwill is a bird. Is it? Yeah. It oh. literally sounds, it's call sounds like it's saying like Whippoorwill, Whippoorwill. It's a Pokemon. Yeah. I wish more animals were like that. <laughs> Everything needs to be that way. <clears throat> um, and then I actually saw another thing that uh, it was on ABC News. It was an ABC News website for this that I found for about the Chupacabra, where it suggested that it was actually the pet of aliens. Extraterrestrials visiting. Oh. Which, if you go off the Puerto Rican description of it, well, they makes sense. So a pet of aliens or... A, a rogue um, military experiment that was released by Hurricane Hugo. Or escaped monkeys. Oh, yeah. Reese's monkeys, right? Reese's monkeys. I had to look up when that happened. Apparently, it was 1938. You know, fun those, fact. That's when they escaped. That, at this point, they're no longer an in invasive species. They just live there. Yeah. It's would, been almost 100 years. Yeah. At that point, they're, they've paid rent. Yeah. Yeah. They're on the lease. You can't keep calling something an invasive species once it's been, you know... So much time that they've been there. Also, false advertising, not chocolate peanut butter monkeys. Not spelled the same. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. According to some... Oh, you just said it. According to some conspiracy theorist, uh, it was created by NASA in an attempt to spread HIV and AIDS. Did you see But that read... wouldn't make sense because it was 1995. By 1995, we were already like, ah, oh, AIDS is a thing. Yeah. 80s is when we did that. Yep. That's when the government invented AIDS, which has always been a thing that I've heard my whole life. Did you see, though, on the, the whole, like, thinking there's a lab and a secret creature? 
Some of the scenes for species were filmed in Puerto Rico. Really? So I wonder. So uh, specifically the... I'm going to butcher this. You imagine this woman just accidentally... Observatory known as National Astronomy and Ionosphere Center. Like I know this woman saw the movie recently, but imagine she's looking out and they're doing like a, a promotional run and they have the the alien creature with them while they're doing it. And she just looks out and she sees it and she's like, it is real. Oh, wait. So they said March 95. Yeah. This movie actually didn't come out till July 95, but I'm the so filming confused. was happening there. Ooh. So who knows? Yeah. But the one thing that I see, I feel like the March thing was not accurate because they also say that she saw the movie two weeks before she or five or like recently. Yeah. It was like two to five weeks before seeing the Chupacabra. Yeah. The, the, the real monster here is unresearched journalists that's the real monster um it's also really funny because like she describes like an alien thing and then they associate that with the chupacabra but is it because even though at the same time there were reports of people having uh like their livestock like mutilated or whatever it she what she saw was never directly linked to to what was happening yeah i mean this is kind of a mothman moment again where it's like something happens in vicinity to something else and they're like they're connected yeah so the lizard creature is like it stands on two legs it walks around sometimes it hops like a freaking kangaroo that's the best way like that's the best way i mean it's it's efficient for energy right why would kangaroos do it if it wasn't efficient sometimes it has a tail i wonder if that's when it's kangaroo hopping because like yeah kangaroo's tail is part of its hop isn't it yeah and then like, but then it also has like spines like a porcupine. Sometimes it has wings. That's, that's really Not close a lot of the times, to moth sometimes, man, sometimes it has wings and two large fangs. Well, basically they describe a, the Jersey devil and, or just your basic monster vampire. Like not not sexy vampire monster. That's vampire. true. Yeah, it's like lower tier than Nosferatu. Like uh, like Batman, but not Batman. Batman. Like yeah, the, like the Batman. Man Bat. Man Bat. That's what he's called. <laughs> like Man Bat. Um, and sometimes he's he's you know he's three to four feet tall, or the size of a bear. And <laughs> bears can get mange. So the only thing is I don't know if there's bears in Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's kind of a tiny place. New Jersey is a tiny place with a lot of bears, though. Jared says there's no bears in Puerto Rico, which makes sense because it is tropical. And it is an island. Yeah, bears live in like rainforest. A lot of islands, they're like top predator will be like either a lizard or a cat. Yeah, I don't think bears really live in. Uh, yeah, I don't think no, they don't really live in jungles because that's the whole thing about jungle book is there's no. It would never. There never would have been a blue. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> um, so yeah, like that's You're the first. Up my childhood casually. Sorry, I'm sorry. So that's the first description, and to me, it sounds like it could definitely be the Jersey Devil for one, which is is possible because he was seen other places. Uh, gray alien hybrid pet slash something or it's aside from a few features that's basically a puck wedgie yeah i mean the quills and everything the the quills and everything and then it being kind of like a troll so what god they what if they just seen like literally could have been one they were flung all around the world right it's true it could have just been one that landed there and was like i'm gonna fuck with these people but i just like make it look like vampires are eating their goats what if that lady you know when they get seen they like mess with you later. What if she casually saw one and then later it's like, I've been standing out your side of your window for a week. <laughs> Look at me again. 
Um, and then the other more prominent description of them, which is the one that's more throughout like South America and the Southwest United States, it's canine, like about the size of a dog or a coyote, um, which I always thought, tiny. Gasp. I always thought coyotes were tiny. Um, recently I learned they were bigger than I thought they were. They're lithe. Like they're not very bulky animals, but they're not small. It's Cause they're starving. Cause they're scavengers. Like most predators. Well, I mean, we get, like. we have coyote packs in New Jersey. Especially down in the like the never seen a coyote as far as I know. Yeah, well, they're I, I may reclusive. have at night driving around, but I always associated it with being a fox. I always saw them. Well, foxes are maybe it's the other way. I think I always thought they were bigger than they are. I think they are smaller than I thought. Foxes they were. you'll see more like around like dusk and dawn, um, and then the coyotes the are like fields. middle. Well, I mean, not that you won't see a fox middle of the night, but the coyotes are really active in the middle of the night, and you'll hear more like a lot of them. Well, actually, I don't think there's any near me because all my cats have never died. And my neighborhood, <laughs> my neighborhood has a ton of like stray, like not stray, but like cats running around it, like a freakish amount. Like people have complained. Oh, jeez. Um, my cat's one of them. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're, yeah, they're either dogs or coyote type things with blue skin. They're furless. And according to at least one lady, the top uh, portion of their jaw is extended longer than the bottom part. And then they have larger than normal canines. Yeah. Which again, uh, I know I said this to you off, off mic, like a muzzle being pronounced. Isn't that weird in the animal kingdom? And like, is, if their mandibles actually didn't sync up, I could see it being like a, like a mute. I feel like, like it a would deformity be over. A mute. Yeah, exactly. And then, well, they had like a, a too much of an overbite. Yeah. It's like, it's for nipping and drinking the blood. Like how long is its tongue? I mean, if it's just a bite and then, well, no, because then some of them describe them as having three teeth, which I forgot was a thing. Oh, oh, I, that's where I was like, blood drained from three holes or two or one, whatever. <laughs> you know what? See, that, that could make sense in, for the two or one, because often animals will lose their canines in some way. It's like doing some bond. That's cat. true. We, I had a cat. Especially that also did. Yeah, I have one that, that's missing one. I only recently realized he was. I don't know if he did it recently or <laughs> what he did, but uh, so that's not that weird. But the three is weird because three would you do like where is it all in the same spot? Is there like one in the middle? Like even Nosferatu had two sharp teeth in the middle. Yeah, like well, like is it like are they all in the same spot or is it like two on top, one in the bottom? Because that's weird. Yeah. Although that could also be explained by just losing one tooth. Yeah. <laughs> but um. So I actually just straight up stole this one from Wikipedia. Uh, this the, the rest of the description of this. Not, hey, if you if you quote it, that's the source cited. All right, my cited source is Wikipedia. <laughs> Another common description of the chupacabra is a strange breed of wild dog. This form is mostly hairless, has a pronounced spinal ridge. That's why I also included it because that goes back to the possibly having quills, which would make it cooler. Yeah, if it's well, a stegosaurus and, dog. and a, like emaciated animal, your their spine. I, I call them stegosaurus backs. Like when you see a dog that's like not yeah. does, like not doing the best. Well, the rest of this then goes on to kind of sound like it's emaciated because it's also got unusually pronounced eye sockets, which would be something where gaunt even yeah. uh, fangs and claws. Unlike conventional predators, the chupacabra is said to drain all of the animal's blood and sometimes organs. Usually with three holes in the shape of a downwards pointing triangle. Okay, that explains that now. Where's that other? That's a tooth in the middle of its mouth. Yeah. Also draining their blood and organs. Are they draining organs? I, I guess. How are they doing it without cutting into it? Because none of them have anything except for the <laughs> except for the holes. Um, and they, But sometimes there's only one or two holes. 
Most people debunk this by claiming it's a wolf dog or coyote with sarcopic mange. That doesn't explain three holes. Yeah, that's true. Also, though, then there's like the people that describe it as probably being a hybrid between like wolves and coyotes or wolves and dogs, mm-hmm. which in my opinion is fair to call that a, a chupacabra then. Yeah. If um, it's a new breed of animal, did I write it's that possible. Name down? There's a that dentist. Um, or not dentist. <laughs> dentist. The, the vet, veterinarian. <laughs> I don't know why I just said dentist. Yeah, let me um, quote this dentist about the chupacabra. It was the guy who was in the uh, Monsters, uh, was it Monsters Among Us? What was it called? I don't remember now. Um, honestly. I watched a few videos and a lot of them overlapped with similar people in them, especially Dr. Phyllis Kennan. Tonin, Tonin. Yeah, doctor of natural medicine. She's a doctor. Um, the, the veterinarian was like, listen, I've seen one of these things. Um, I'm not saying it's like mythological. I'm just, he's like, if, if it's a coyote dog and you want to call it a chupacabra, I'm fine with that. But it's out there, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like people put so much into like the supernatural form of it. it, it most of the descriptions of what it's doing are not supernatural. It's just regular predatory behavior. Yeah. And, and enough proof of them shows up even to be debunked into like a dog. Some of them are big raccoons with mange. And they're like, we found a baby chupacabra. So you're talking about that guy where that lady was talking shit about the raccoon with mange. She's like, it has hands and it eats with them. Because the lady, Dr. Dr. Phyllis Canham. Uh, she, I, I, in the same documentary, there's a guy who's like, yeah, I caught one and I was driving around showing people it and they're all like, that's no raccoon. And she's like, it's a fucking raccoon. Yeah. She just, she just talks so much shit to that guy because oh, it was well, so different from what she had. She's the only one who's ever caught a real one. Well, that's true. Man. So, uh, speaking of her <laughs> from, from the videos we've watched, her name is Dr. Phyllis Canyon. She's a hunter with a bachelor's degree in psychology, a master's degree in nutrition, and she's a doctor of naturopathy. In Texas, and claims to have killed one and has had the body tested with with some unique results. And that the fur DNA test as canine, which to me does not debunk yeah. being a chupacabra. Yeah. Because then... As long as the, whoever's saying it doesn't like think that means magic alien lizard. Yeah, exactly. And then there, it's not... The, the, it also came back as not being a known canine species though like it didn't come back as wolf or dog it was like it had a little bit of coyote it had a little bit of wolf in it and then at least that one dude the veterinarian who you refer to as a dentist (laughs) said that that's pretty unlikely and or not possible for it to for wolves to breed with coyotes yeah they say that about a lot of animals well i also then saw something else that said that it happens a lot and i was like who is right here yeah well again fuck coyotes a lot or is it like yeah Again, one of these one of these news articles was like the word chupacabra dates back to the Mayan era, and it's like it doesn't. It doesn't. It, do, it doesn't. It dates back to like nineteen ninety something. Yeah, to the to the roaring nineties. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know what's really funny is the idea of thinking about like just like a wolf because there's no way that in this situation the dominant one's the coyote. Just the size difference. Like if a coyote's like walks up, is like what's up, baby? No, no. But I could just see a wolf being like, I'm gonna I, fuck that little see, thing. Over I there. almost, I disagree because Chihuahuas are were bred down from Great Danes, and the smaller dogs. There's zero percent chance I believe that. Then it's, look it up. The breed Chihuahua comes from Great Danes, and there's no way that the big dog, the small dog, was having the bigger dog's babies until they got down to that size. I, I don't. I just, that doesn't listen. Doesn't, you know, I worked in that world for almost six years. It doesn't fit my, my narrative. <laughs> what did it breed with? What was the little dog that was the starter in that? 
smaller Great Danes, probably runts with runts and stuff like that. So it's just Great Dane? It's not like Doberman Pinscher that's like part Greyhound, part Rottweiler? Which I didn't know that Dobermans were like that until like I read a book when I was a kid about them because I thought they were cool. And then it just it turns out that's that's why. Because they're just half Rottweiler and half the world's skinniest dog. And that's what happens. Anyway, so Dr. Phyllis Kennyan, she argues that it's not mange, a condition, uh, a, a skin condition disease thingy caused by mites that uh, causes, I don't know why I wrote sours, uh, sores and hair loss. <laughs> Sour sores. Yeah. Um, and she says that it's not mange on the one that she caught the, the body that she has because it has smooth skin. Uh, I think they described it as being like elephant, like, like leathery like that. Um, but it has smooth skin and, and when they tested the skin, they didn't see any of the signs that the mites would have been there. Yeah. At least according to this one video, but like how much can you trust animal planet or whatever? Um, cause I'm pretty sure that's where that documentary first aired. Okay. Yeah. So it's literally could just be complete propaganda. Yeah. Like when animal planet started putting ghost stuff on one, I was super into it, but two, I stopped respecting it as animal planet. Um, I mean, this is closer like cryptids, I guess are closer, but you, you start to include things like puckwudgies and like humanoid animals. I don't think it counts anymore. Just to clarify the person who I was quoting for the dog thing, they boiled it down far too simple. Yeah. For that, yeah, I'd have to. It would take a while longer to explain. So just, I, I don't think we need the history of Doria. Yep, Chihuahuas I'm just letting right you know to not fully believe that. I'll explain it later. But you lied a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, <laughs> I was quoting an expert. Honestly, I didn't. You know, apparently they bullshit me. That, that's what experts do. They really do. You get up there and you're like, I'm a master of this science, and then you get up there and they're like, All right, well, how does the science work? And you're like, That's not one of the ones I know. <laughs> And you're just like, let me use the things that I do know to make that sound right. And then you wind up with string theory. Well, yeah. Did you know they actually said, this is the diverge. They said um, people who are like considered experts in a field routinely like do things that they like think they'll just be great in another field. But then like the numbers show they're very bad at it. Well, I but believe they're good at it. I fully can understand that because I remember in high school now I like had like a hundred in uh, college uh, history. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to bump myself up to AP. And then I was like, I'm not good at this anymore. So yeah, after they tested the skin, they, um, they didn't find any of the evidence of the mites that they might be there, but she's had that thing sitting in like a freezer, right? Or something like she, before was, she mounted it, it, she had it just like, I thought it was just taxidermy. Yeah. Before she got it taxidermy though. Cause like in the video she has it, it's all like just skin and a head. I saw her moving it around. She's like, yeah, look at it. And it's like, she was able to like manipulate it. Oh, so God, it was definitely not taxidermy dad yet at that time. Um, but yeah, that's when people that's during this part is when the experts were saying that it's possible that it's a wolf coyote hybrid, but how does that actually stop it from being, a chupacabra if anything doing research on the chupacabra made me think that there's a probability that there is a chupacabra and it it, it could just be um something that you call animals that that develop some kind of weakness so they solely rely on you know picking weak animals and maybe only drinking the blood out of them because they're too weak to like do the rest of it or some kind of diseased animal that's doing it or that it is some kind of hybrid animal yeah because i think they also said at least in one of the documentaries i was watching uh, I use the word documentary loosely when talking about this stuff, <laughs> by the way. Uh, um, one of them suggested that there are cases in which dogs and wolves and coyotes will just kill an animal, and and that's that. 
they won't eat it. They won't tear at the flesh. They might lick up the blood because animals, human beings, everyone likes blood regardless. Like it might not be the norm here in America. So that would seem weird to us, but you know, there's like blood sausage and like the UK and then, and there's like African people, like tribes and stuff that eat blood soup. Cause I used to watch like those travel things where people eat stuff. You can just get blood sausage, blood sausage. Blood yeah. That's pudding. what I'm saying. Like that's like a UK thing. But I was like saying there's other places that just make soup with blood. I think. Oh yeah. Puerto Rico does. Yeah. Jared's saying that's where I thought it was. And I was like, maybe not, but like, yeah, they make a soup and it's just boiled blood. Morcio. Morcio? Blood sausage or is it soup? Okay, because I know places that eat soup that's made with blood, so I don't know why. Yeah, it's just like a more it's sausage. just like a dark stew. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just got like a lot of vitamins in it because blood has a lot of vitamins in it. Um, so that I had to know for myself. I'm t- <laughs> oh my gosh! It's called a chidane dane. Chidane dane, and it is real, but it's artificially made. Like they don't let them breed. They don't let Great Danes fuck chihuahuas. No, they just put they just put chihuahua babies in them. I like that. It's fun to imagine. It's weird. I don't think that a Chihuahua could, even if a Great Dane was laying down on its side. <laughs> I don't think it's tall enough. Yeah, that's that's very funny. That's how you make a chupacabra. That yep, <laughs> Great Dane and Chihuahua, and then you leave it in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, like even even if it is just like a, a form of animal disease that's causing them to. Well, they also said like animals that are new. To uh, homicide, um, not hum. Yeah, yeah. I just want to use that word because I thought it was funny. But no, like animals that are new to hunting, yeah, like a, like a baby, like wolf or something. They they sometimes might just bite the neck, have it die, and not know what to do with it next, and then they just leave. Yeah, inexperience. It's just it's commonly yeah. listed as like a very valid reason why an animal kills another animal, and then it could literally just be too tired to eat it. At one point too, and be like, like if ah. they hunted it too, like if it was that much work. Yeah, sometimes they just leave because they don't feel safe with how like exhausted they are to put themselves like in a vulnerable spot. Look at how spot. fast chickens run. Because a lot of it's chickens. It's I don't. <laughs> it's funny because they named it after goats, but like yeah. all the things kind of tacked goat on at the end when I was watching. They're like, yeah, it attacked cattle, mostly the chickens. It ate a lot of chickens. I'm like, and there's goats, some yeah. goats. Like it was, it's not like exclusively goats. Yeah, a lot of cattle. Just cattle in general. Yeah. Like farm animals. I wrote assorted will... livestock losses. <laughs> it's just like, there's too many. But the one thing is that chupacabras do not pass the, does the dog die check because they definitely kill pets. Yeah. Lots of them. And if they're mange dogs, they are the dog die check. <laughs> um, I did find a thing that Zombie said, uh, dog. I couldn't, this is one of those vague, I even put it in paraphrase quotes. Um, I couldn't find the uh, study for it that they're they're saying they said that there's researchers that found a possible connection to a rise in mange to rat poison being like mm. finding the you know the rats eat poison they wander away and die and then these scavengers eat them get sick while they get sick their immune system can't fight off the mites as well and it becomes full-blown scabies at that point and then they're weakened so they're not hunting as well and then, they're then they get stuff. elephant skin yeah yeah, I mean it's plausible, and like, who's to say that doesn't and count? We as use a, a lot of rat poison. Maybe, maybe a chupacabra, like a vampire, but in this situation, <gasps> isn't a curse. Vampires are born human. Yeah, it's literally a disease. Oh they pick God, it up, they're and then born. they're like, "Oh shit!" Chupacabras are born dogs and become chupacabras. They're born canines because it could oh, be canids, any variety yeah. of them. Or apparently, at least in one occasion, I don't know where that a is. A raccoon. There's at least one raccoon. <laughs> Oh yeah, t- true. But aren't raccoons? Are they? Oh god, I'm gonna. Sh- 
No, they're I'm not. At the, they're not canines. Are they, I was going to ask, are they closer to canines than... Closer to bears. Okay, that was my... Actually, I that just was, made that up. I don't think well, that's that, true. That was going to be my next question, is if it was... But I think canines and bears are in the same, like, sort. Oh, I, they're 90% sure that raccoons are not anywhere near related to bears, though. I just said it the same. I'm looking it up. <laughs> but you know what? That also would make sense for why they say that some of them are bear-sized, because the bear with mange... Is fucking A, you think is terrifying. I think they're adorable. But B... They look like giant bat creatures with how, their skin that yeah. like stretches in ways you would and, never and think. And how different do they look than a, than a dog with mange? Not, it's not that different. No, literally. They're a little bit shorter skin, snout, that's about they it. They have elephant skin. They have like hair in weird places. They're way less fluffy than they normally are. Yeah, you, so much of a bear is its floof. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I, I don't think I ever noticed until I learned that polar bears were like starving to death that polar bears are really skinny. I mean, they still weigh like 900 You know they're pounds, also but... black, like their skin? It's nice. not white. At the, at their... Well, it's the, that's for uh, heat, uh, to keep heat reserves, right? Yeah, uh, both ways, in and out, but their hair is actually translucent. So you're getting white, like reflected from the white light. Yeah, I think I knew that. They're, they're ice bears, basically. Yes. Thank you, Jared. I did just bring it up. What? The genus that raccoons are in. Is it dog? No. I knew it wasn't. Is it bear? Is it rodent? No, but I want to see if... I'm going to see if they're in the same thing. Like the... You know what I mean? Family? Or order? Oh, well, Do order. They they're all own? carnivora. So everything's... No. Okay. So they're not in the same family, but they're in the same order. Well, we're in the same order I know. of that. Although we, you know, people get a special one. We get an asterisk next to ours that says we're different. No, well, yeah, we're, we're what? Uh, it's mammalia. They're, no, we're all we're, we're all mammals. <laughs> Where are humans then? Are we in carnivora? We're humanoid. We get put on human. Humans are above everything else because we can think about it. And Nobody cares what raccoons are, Jared. That's funny. Jared's over here like they're like badgers. Jared just is doing that because he loves badgers. So he's just badgers, on about this badgers. Now. Badgers. They are um, actually like badgers and badgers are like bears and bears are like dogs. And dogs are like cats. And cats I was are like say, people. And dogs are like chupacabras. If so facto, raccoons are people. Yeah, well, they have, they have <laughs> thumbs. I've considered raccoons little people for a long time. They're just trash people. I just think it's funnier the way that we linked it. Yeah, yeah. Because I made our link, our main link to them cats. Because cats are like people. They're psychotic, they're lazy, and they uh, they just want other people to take care of them. What's different than most humans? So no, we also shit inside our own houses, <laughs> near our food. That is true. <laughs> we just like most smart animals. We we pick a shit corner. Yeah. Except it's predestined, <laughs> pre-designed where cats can get theirs moved on them. Yeah, that's true. Imagine if you came in, your toilet was just in another room. Like, fuck, why? Like and then the you have to sniff it out, though? It, yeah, but it's in the corner of like, the living room. You have to sniff it out. because <laughs> like, like, come like, on! <laughs> I don't want to shit while you're watching CSI. <laughs> It'd be funnier, because then we would have to have our nose for our own shit. We'd be like... <laughs> There it is. Why'd God. you guys move that today? That's a whole lot of plumbing you had to change. <laughs> um, so let's go back to like describing the first sighting. Well, you know what? Also, like, before I do that, the, like the reason I think that this could totally be real in that way is because like 
everybody, the, the one dude was talking about it. And like, I think the lady tried to say, no, they could definitely suck it. But that lady's fucking crazy. No, they literally don't have lips to make suction. Most animals don't. Yeah. And there are animals that actually exclusively drink blood. Yeah. And it's the same thing. I always thought vampire bats sucked up the blood. Yeah. And they literally just prick it. And then lick it until yeah, the you animal wakes up. Like the only things that suck blood have a proboscis or like a mouth that's like a leech. Okay, leeches I get. Proboscis is a spider mouth, right? Um, or like a tick or a mosquito. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was gonna say spiders don't drink blood. There's either a butter- spiders drink liquefied animals. There's a butterfly or a moth that drinks blood. I know. I told Jared about that. They drink tears and blood. Yeah. Butterflies are fucking terrifying. Yeah, they're metal. The most metal animal ever. Well, it's also the end of their life cycle. It's like the last little percent. And like their butterflies are like, look how beautiful I look for my death. <laughs> I like the ones that have skulls on them. Those are sweet. The one, or like uh, the one that looks like it has cat eyes. That's cool too. Um, so, all right. So let's go. The, the first sighting, there's a little bit more about. We, we mentioned that is 1995. Madeline Tolentino. She was a housewife in the village of Canovas, Canovanas, Canovanas, Canovanas. You don't speak Spanish either. Keep keep saying it. You might understand. She was woken up by her mother is what one thing that I heard, but then I didn't see that written anywhere, but she was woken up by her mom, who I guess is technically the first person to see it, who said there was something strange in her yard. Madeline went to look and then she described it later as being short, quilled, humanoid, alien-like monster. That hopped around like a kangaroo and reeked of sulfur. So maybe it's a demon. How close did she get to it? I don't know. Apparently, it, this is all in the span of two minutes. That's too. what I'm saying. Like, like, I think it's funny because somebody was like, yeah, she said she only saw it for two minutes, but then she described how many fingers and toes it had. Exactly. Like, how can you do both? Like, was she maybe, I don't know, maybe she had a feet thing. It's dark. <laughs> it's she dark. had binoculars. It's, it's dark. It's dark skinned. And then she's looking into a field where it's at. Um, you know, honestly, it could have been a monkey for her. Well, that's what they're saying. Hopping like, around escape, like it could easily be a monkey. Monkeys. We said Reese's monkeys. Was it macaques? Yeah. No, it's, or was it it's Reese's. Reese's. It was Reese's a... monkeys. Because I looked it up because then I looked up when they got released because it's been so long that I was like, that doesn't count as invasive anymore. I mean, I think it always does. Cane toads are still invasive in Australia. How long have they been there? Since they started harvesting sugar cane. <laughs> it doesn't count. Wait, what? <laughs> they, um, they introduced them to kill beetles that were... Um, eating the sugar cane. Oh, that's why they okay. I think I do know something like that. Cause I think that's why Australia has such strict travel regulations when it comes to like what you bring with you. They had to, God, I was just watching something about this. They had to bring in like team trained teams with like dogs that were specifically like, we're here to kill all these rabbits. Cause they brought rabbits down to Australia and like let them outbreed things. <laughs> And then there was, it was so bad. They had to have like an actual like rabbit death squad. Two, two notes that I have in Australia. One, there are worse things there than rabbits. True. But I the feel rabbits like if the rabbits competing take, and like I feel eating like that would be better. <laughs> if, it could, if it could take out some of the spiders or some of the snakes or some of the Ecosystems murder systems. Yay. Get rid of some of the murder animals though. Or... I could see how it would make some of the snakes bigger. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so what, what she describes ends up being the description that Puerto Rico and some of Latin America have for like still of what they think the chupacabra looks like. Um, in the same time when she had seen this, mind you, she just saw the movie Species, whether or not uh, 
see, like that's why also it was supposed to be the same time that this was happening. And it says that this happened in August where 150 farm animals were reported dead in Puerto Rico at the same time. So maybe that March thing was something wrong. I want to know what, or maybe the, I just so the movie the came game. out in July. They get all these reports up until in, into August. How many animals were dying that no one was reporting before I, they thought there was um, a, a chupanibre? One, I think farmers are actually pretty on that if they think that there's an animal coming in because they have to get permission to like... Oh, like to kill it. a big cat or something? Yeah. Or. Um, maybe not. I know like that's one of the reasons that specifically where we are, but like in, in America in general, wolves became endangered is because A, they don't even do it. They're not really a big farm animal eater. They'll do it if they're like injured or yeah, whatever. Yeah, we were projecting like, onto them. Yeah. Like we turned them into monsters. They weren't, but they would actively murder the shit out of them. I actually had somebody recently ask me about those kind of rules. Like, cause somebody, I was telling them about my art teacher in college and how she had a llama farm and a bear killed one of her llamas. So she killed that bear and then she kicked it in the head and broke her foot. Cause it's got a giant bear skull. <laughs> Jesus. And she's like, that sounds terrible. And I'm like, well, no, it killed her llama. So I get her point of view. Like, and she was like, don't, couldn't she have gotten in trouble for that? I'm like, not in New Jersey In New Jersey. One, I think farms are different. Like if something encroaches onto a farm property, I think you're allowed to, to protect like within the, the, it's like the protecting, limits of your, protecting your, it's like protect yeah. your livelihood at that point. Um, but also in New Jersey, once bears start entering houses, that's when bear hunting season starts in Jersey or like not houses, but like when they start entering neighborhoods, cause we have a bear problem. Yep. And then it's just like you kill a bunch of them. And there's no limit until they tell you to stop. It's one of the weirdest things that I never thought. I never even thought that it was weird. Like, cause where we grew up until after I moved to a state where they're like, I don't see bears every year. Cause I always saw bears. I saw a bear every year of my life. Lots of them. Until I moved out of New Jersey. <laughs> um, from our favorite website that we've learned for this stuff, that cryptids wiki. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a description where it's but in uh but in north and central city of Caguas. Caguas? Man, I hate doing words. A startled homeowner caught the world's first fleeting glimpse of the goat sucker, described as having huge red eyes, hairy arms. The alleged creature Why do you do this? The creature allegedly broke into the bedroom of the house through a window, tore open a tore apart a child's stuffed teddy bear, and left a puddle of slime and a single piece of rancid meat on the windowsill before disappearing. Do you know the slime could have come from the meat? You know the slime could just be. Do you ever open up like Jeez. old like lunch meat in the fridge and it's got like a like a sheen on it? You know, I was actually just thinking about this in general because I was thinking about like curing my own meat mm-hmm. and every time i think about it i'm like i can't do that because i would throw it away because pretty much you make it rotten to do that you don't know curing your meat you dry it yeah i know but like that that outside skin that you have to carve off is rotten meat that pect pectin is it called whatever it is when you no. dry age the Pec- black stuff pectin comes from fruit the black stuff that crows on it it's something with a p i don't know what you're talking about and our jerky never got that <laughs> one it doesn't matter man it freaks me out um, so I, I can't do it. I can't got to cook it. Things need meat needs to be cooked. Um, nah, I forgot what was happening. Oh no. Like lunch meat in general, like, cause it is, it's dry aged and it's like also just, there's a fuck ton of salt. Cause that's how you yeah. make it, which dries things. I never understand why lunch meat is slimy. <laughs> what makes it wet? What are they putting on it at the store? The meat? Yeah. And yeah, it's just meat. It's got like moisture in it, but it's been dehydrated basically. Yeah, not, not the, a lot of lunch meat's just been cooked. Fine. 
Um, Just cut that whole part. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to leave that whole part because it's worth it. Um, You're like, no, the people must know. One thing I think is funny is like, it, I don't believe in aliens. Just <gasps> But you don't believe in life I in don't the universe? I don't believe in aliens on this planet. Yeah, I just wanted you to clarify. It's possible that we are the only life. There's different theories, but whatever. Because um, this is one big mistake. Earth is one big accident. The amount of gross places I've found something living by flipping rocks, I can't. There's some rock up there that's going to be flipped. And even if it's microscopically gross, it's going to. Life finds a way to be gross. Anyway, I un, I even I, I clarified that first because I actually just wrote this. I actually think the alien connection is possible. <laughs> so funny. Um, because it sounds like a small scale version of cattle mutilation. Well, one, like instead of like a big cow with one big hole in it. It's goats with two little holes in them. Yeah. And it's a similar thing. Drained of blood, depending on who you talk to. If you talk about that veterinarian expert who says she studied 400 of them and none of them were drained of blood, blah, blah, blah. Facts are facts. Whatever. If you ignore her and you go with the mythology behind it, which is more likely the truth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see nothing wrong with that logic. It's very equal to the, the cattle mutilations that we get in like our, um, our Midwest areas. Yep. You know, where farmers get taken and their wives get molested and their cows come back with holes in them. But I always thought that was the government. And I don't know why. Just fucking with people. I I never I never associated it with aliens. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, it's just our government going out there and torturing your cow for no reason to find out what it can do. I literally am even a step back. I just think it's animals or like. You don't believe in cattle mutilation at all. I mean, like... Sometimes the holes are burned, like carterized. Like maybe people doing it? Sure. Well, no, that's what I mean. Like people. I, I say the government, but I mean like men and black type people. Oh, Not oh, like okay. real people. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but like, like, I, yeah, like definitely I human. Like not... Like, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean like how much of crop circles are, are, are faked anyway. So I'm like assuming... All, all of them? All, I am assuming... <laughs> I'm assuming catamulation goes the same way. You know, you have a cow die for uh, whatever reason. You just like drill a hole into it and be like, look, yeah. it was an alien. Yeah. Well, did you, did literally just, I don't know I if it was if last year. I wonder if that could be an insurance fraud thing. Because if you think about it, if your cows get diseased, do you oh. think that would hurt your insurance for and, them? I mean, I don't know. Isn't that why you have insurance? It is, but then like, would it raise your rates because you're not doing a good job? I mean, listen, them, especially um, if they're like emaciated. If your disease? car gets struck by lightning, that raises your rates. If your cattle gets mutilated by aliens, that I'm, I don't I feel like that might get you out of it. Part of me wants to say like it better raise your <laughs> rates, but like I don't. The system's broken. Well, like think about it like this: if you're like, oh no, some unmysterious thing happened to my cow, that's crazy. Don't raise my rates. But if you're like, oh no, my cow is emaciated and was full of diseases, then that insurance company's like, so there's more of them that are. And we're going to have to pay out more of these. Someone killed one of my cows. Just the one. Don't Only look one. into it. All the other ones? What if, uh, what if the hole was burnt to like burn off like a sore? <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, no, this cow was shot with a laser. It was a laser. laser. See, it went through and through. <laughs> How come it didn't touch any of the organs? Mystery. <laughs> I think I actually heard stories like that where something like that did happen. Oh, man. Um, that's some, some Jedi stuff killing the cows. But... The thing about the Southwestern version of the Chupacabra is way more believable than alien Puerto Rican version of the Chupacabra because, one, some animals do, in fact, drink blood. And some animals on Earth develop... A f There's also animals that will sometimes develop a taste for something, even if it doesn't help them. 
like pandas and koalas. And it's proven that some predatory animals that are normally like great hunters can do something one time and then just change their entire diet based on it. Like lions, some lions will develop a taste for human blood and then that's all they hunt for. And that's not I mean, good for them. It's only happened like a, a few couple times, of times, but, yeah, if it, but it, can it doesn't happen. have to yeah. happen a lot. It's I, not like there's a fuck ton of chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> I literally like I, I think close to that. There's so many of these things that show up. Yeah. Like it's definitely like there is definitely a problem with canids killing these animals. I like the new idea that we developed that it could just be a disease. So it's very much like vampires, but yeah. it's just related to their, their. Yeah. Like what? And, and in most of these cases, they're not like there's been. <laughs> Isn't there also some like I know that it's part of like uh, Renfield syndrome or whatever, which isn't real. But like, isn't there something where I wonder if it's possible in animals that they'll develop it too, where there's a certain nutritional deficiency that you get that makes oh, you where think you crave that drinking the iron. Yeah. I mean, if we want to say it's a disease, you could literally come with an iron deficiency. You know, whatever is causing the disease makes yeah. you more prone to like licking the blood. Yeah. Um, that yeah, that's actually I, that's I'm going to mark that MythBusters plausible. <laughs> um, but like I was going to say, there like I I don't think that if if they're becoming a chupacabra, right? If it's not like if it's a phase of a canine, not yeah. a creature, yeah. I don't think that they're going to have anything specialized to drink blood. And none of these animals, like not a single one I've ever had a necropsy done, which is like where they literally like cut them open to see if there's blood in them. Yeah. Like what did they do? Squeeze them a little? And they're like, none's coming out. Oh, look, there's holes and there's no blood leaking from it. It's dry. That's dried up. Well, theoretically, even still, if that farmer doesn't notice that cow has been missing or that goat's been missing or whatever's been missing, the chickens I think they find right away. Because, you know, usually they hear their chickens freak out and they go out while it's happening. But if it's one of these larger animals that are in a backfield somewhere and they don't find it and it's sitting in the sun for a while, it's going to be dried out. Yeah, 100%. So it easily just look like it's drained of blood. Because it's a tiny monster, so even if it was drinking blood, I doubt it's draining things completely. Yeah, it doesn't even have the stomach for it. Yeah. Um, which is, that brings me to number two. It's not really ever described as being a magical animal. It's just this thing. That attacks animals and mostly just drinks the blood of them. That that doesn't mean that it can't be real. <laughs> if the if the it, it's not like the one that's described as being an alien, the alien monster can't believe that. Yeah, I also just can't believe in a bipedal reptilian unless it is from Jupiter. I don't know how Jupiter. I don't know the rules of Jupiter. Yeah. Nobody knows the rules of Jupiter except for me. And there's uh, Jupiter Ruse there. <laughs> It's actually very weird because, you know, chupacabras jump like kangaroos. Chupacabras are... All right. New new addition to that story that nobody's ever going to hear updated anyway is that the Jupiter Roos are actually chupacabras. (laughs) What a twist. This is a a crossover episode. Crossover. Um, And then number three, even if it is a wolf-coyote hybrid or some kind of hybrid of something, we can just name it a chupacabra. That's true. That's a new true. species is just one that doesn't have a name. Well, yet. Doc, you can name Dr. You Phyllis want. says that name's controversial because of all the mythological baggage that comes with it. See, that's true because it does assume that they're only drinking goats. And in most of these cases, there's I'm, no goats were harmed in the making heard, of this film. I mostly heard chickens. Chickens was the, the primary yeah, one. Yeah, well, El, El Pollo Cabra doesn't <laughs> sell, or oh, no, El, El Chupa Pollo 
uh, doesn't sound as like scary. I don't know. That sounds pretty scary to me. A blood sucking chicken. Oh wait, no, that's not what that is. That's a person that sucks chickens. You know what? That's a that's a porno. That's the cocksucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I like oh, this one chup, better. Chupa Poyo is a cocksucker, huh? I like that one better. You got me there. Infinitely better. I said that out loud. <laughs> but no, there's a lot of chupacabras that have been like sighted, and it's almost always dog-like. And that's the thing. That doesn't. That that's doesn't, just what I keep to coming me, back to. Yeah. All of the research that I did just tells me that chupacabras are real. And even if it is a diseased dog, then they have chupacabra disease and that doesn't change what it is. Yeah. Um, except that dude with the raccoon, man, you, you said that that counts. I don't think he counts. I don't think cat, I don't think raccoons count. They're baby chupacabras. That dude went around and apparently showed all his friends and he was like, does this look like a raccoon with mange? And all his friends said no. But then that lady was like, that's just, I bet they never seen a raccoon with mange before. But it does sort of explain how some of the sightings are that it walks on two legs and kind of has hands and it's a little small. Because raccoons sometimes walk on their back legs and they have hands and they're very... Well, I wonder how close a raccoon walking on its back legs with mange would look like the original description of a chupacabra. What Imagine if, if it has a tough of fur on its back. That could look like quills. What if, and, and scaby skin can look like scales, especially with scabs on it. What if yeah. it was like standing up on its hind legs trying to get into like a dumpster or something? Bears do that all the time. I now no longer disqualify the raccoon theory. Are there raccoon theory in, in Puerto Rico, Jared? He doesn't know. He's never actually been there. I don't know why I'm asking him. Well, because he has a weird amount of Puerto Rican history knowledge. But like it, it's not around the animals that live there, so who knows? <laughs> if raccoons live there, though, I actually I recant my I don't think they could be that, and I think that they could because I I feel like that could, given the right situations, look like a lizard walking on two legs. Could you hear me tapping on my screen? No, I heard you hitting the computer. I wasn't <laughs> or hitting the table. You bump bumping it. A oh, bit. okay, the table. Because you know these things any. Any amount of bump makes them go off indefinitely. I know. We are telling you, we got to get the thing that goes. There's also like this giant. We've been like going to places that have like tables that are like this thick. Oh, yeah. They're fucking amazing. Like they've punched it and we're like, do you even hear that? Yeah. Yeah. This thing's way too wobbly. <laughs> got to get the old four corner post guy. Oh, I thought you was. I thought that was your answer to whether or not Puerto Rico has raccoons. They don't. All right, never mind. Puerto Rico doesn't have raccoons. Jared just confirmed. So I mean, it could have still been a dog with mange. I wonder if it could have been a monkey with mange. Also could have been. Anything with fur gets mange. I really feel like anything could be a chupacabra if it gets the right amount of diseases that cause it to do weird stuff. So you're saying chupacabra is the I'm saying mortal equivalent are... of a skinwalker because it could be anything. Chupacabras are animal vampires. I'm just, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, all right. I'm down I'm for saying that. vampires are now real. In and they're chupacabras. Vampire form and they're chupacabras. Well, they even said for uh, when, when I was reading about like dog attacks, it's very common to ha- like in not like when they're just like, grabbing and like mangling it. But like when they kill and bite something on the neck and move it, it'll have like a bunch of crushing, a bunch of small cuts and two holes from the main two teeth. Really? So it'll, it could look like the vampire. So I know a lot of animals attack the throat, but I didn't know that. I always thought it was more of a suffocation thing. I didn't think it usually pierced. So that's interesting. I mean, it's a little, little column A, a little column B. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, because like I always think of animals that suffocate because I still have not remembered which one it was because I know I've said it before, but there's an animal and it's either a wolf, a tiger, I think it's a tiger or someone right? and a cat that bites the snout of animals so that they suffocate. Oh, I never saw that. Or maybe it was a jaguar. I know tigers attack like necks. Yeah, because jaguars, well, tigers attack from behind, so it couldn't be them. But there's an animal that will bite the other animal in the face to suffocate it. And I'm like, one, that's metal. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, no, it, it bothers me that people disqualify the fact that just like an, an, an animal with a disease automatically that doesn't get a cow be called a chupacabra because... What makes it a chupacabra? Like, nobody has chupacabra DNA to back it against. And so if someone finds something and they're like, this is a chupacabra, this is what it was doing, and they're like, well, we don't know what that is, but it's definitely not chupacabra. How can you say it's definitely not? Yeah, what, what I mean... qualifies it to be a chupacabra? That's the same people who, like, tell you they know exactly what Sasquatch loves, right? Like, you don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're a doctor and you're an expert and I get that, and, like, your field is veterinarianism, but how can you say that this thing that you don't know that you have evidence of isn't this other thing. Like you're just, you're adding the myth to the reality of it. And sometimes those two things are separated and both true. Well, the reality could be true. I'm going to get my doctor's certificate in chupacology. We should. That'd be fine. <laughs> it's like the, this study of animal vampirism. <laughs> so back to Puerto Rico, there was an incident in 1975 where there was a bunch of livestock killings um, in Mocha. In, it was attributed to El Vampiro de Mocha. Yeah. The best part of that is they thought it was like for some Satan ritual and they still called it the Vampire of Mocha. Yeah. Like some guys out here drinking fucking animal blood. Somebody's drink. Well, they were like, oh, these Satanists are doing this ritual. Well, every, they're just stabbing it twice in the neck and drinking. Every the blood. single time there's a satanic panic, they're like, something weird happened. Satan. Listen, and I can assure you that Satanists have never done anything like that. Prob well, never mind. I can't do that. But the majority of Satanists are people like me who are only that to rebel against stupid religions. Yeah, well, even even the like National Satanic Church was just set up to point out how dumb the laws around religion are. Like Anton LaVey. He's only called, he only named it Satanism for the same reason to be disruptive against um, Christians. No, they took his like thing and moved and went on. But I'm talking about like the actual official like church in church the United States. Yeah. Yeah. That was founded by that was Anton LaVey. Oh, I thought he just yeah, founded LaVey, the LaVey and Saint, Saint, Satanism is different, but it's different because it does include magic, but it's still an atheistic religion. Didn't he found the belief, not the actual institution? Or did he do both? I think he, no, he found out the full thing, I'm pretty sure. Oh. I'll, I'll, we'll have to look at it. I, know, I was going to say, you're inspiring a, me. There was a split. Yeah. And the split went two weird ways where there's like a CIA guy who does look like a vampire. Yes. <laughs> and someone else. And I think it was L. Ron Hubbard or something. I don't know. He... That would not surprise me. So L. Ron Hubbard that man convinced teenagers to get on a boat to look for gold he hid in a past life. You know what's weird about that is he used to have little girls that were like his squad that would like he would, he would send them out to go cuss out adults and shit like they mm -hmm. were his bodyguards. Yeah, he didn't molest them. He it's not what you would have thought. No, he was banging adults like from what I heard. Yeah, um, it was really weird because like in that situation you'd be like, oh shit, he's definitely fucking them kids, but no. He, um, that's like one thing he didn't do. Terrible. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, I can't even give him props for the one bad thing he didn't do because he was doing so many other bad things. 
the general slave labor thing. Yeah, the, but no, yeah, he was, um, it wasn't him. He was friends with Aleister Crowley. And I think we brought it up one time before because the guy that founded uh, uh, JPL or whatever, that the rocket science thing okay. was a part of it too. And then L. Ron Hubbard stole his wife and then he blew himself up in a ritual slash rocket experiment. What? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm definitely. There's a whole this. lot that goes to that. Like L. Ron Hubbard was like hooking up and doing magic with I, fucking uh, Alistair Crowley before he started Scientology. Yeah, um, there's a good um, behind the bastards episode. Set of episodes. I think that's where you might be confused because Anton Lavey broke off from Alistair Crowley to form the Church. Of oh Sinai. yes, yes, okay. that is actually so. Crowley came before yeah. Lavey. All right, yeah. Do you, what you've done is inspire me to look more into this. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I love that stuff. I took when Jared was working at Barnes and Nobles. I took my wife there, and I was like, "Okay, I need you to buy me." His one, it was mostly a joke, but then she started to go through with it, and I was like, "I'm gonna have to read these now." But I was gonna have her buy me the Book of the Law and the Satanic Bible. <laughs> I was like, "I'm not gonna read either of these. They're both a little bit ridiculous." I read the intro to that. In, Which one? In, the Book of the Law? No, the Satanic Bible. I really want to get. Um, we're off track, but I really want to get a tattoo that says. Um, Oh man, what the fuck is it now? Now I can't think. I'll think of it later. It's funny when you know something like by heart and then you forget it because yeah. you're on the, the microphone. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so those were attributed to <laughs> a vampire because a it had two small punk wounds, but then Satanist. Um, and then fucking Satanist. It wasn't until the '90s that the the word chupacabra was reported in the press and it was because a Puerto Rican comedian and entrepreneur named Saverio Perez uh coined the term when making fun of it on the radio or whatever. Yeah, he was a he was like a radio zoo DJ kind of thing. Like morning zoo DJ? they call it morning zoo. Okay. Like okay, um okay, I got you now. Like a uh, shock joke. Yeah, he was just like he was just riffing and goofing off talking about like all the animals that had died and it's like some kind of goat sucker. He just like literally just like pulled it out of his ass. Yeah. And then people just ran with it. But it's, it's like flying saucers all over again. It is. It is. And just like flying saucers and the Mothman and uh, the Jersey Devil and creatures that are how, like hyper-localized. Um, so the Chupacabra was only hyper-localized for a small time before it started to spread. But it was still localized in that it was like Latin America and the American Southwest, which is still kind of Latin America. Like yeah, Texas and New Mexico, mm-hmm. which were both once part of Mexico. The best parts of Texas used to be Mexico. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so the but it it kind of got into the rest of the world, and it's possible that chupacabra is even in India, which I want to know. I need to know more about that one. Yeah, I saw that there were sightings listed, but there was no like details yeah, that I there found. Wasn't. I was like, that's got to be fun. <laughs> um. I mean, hey, they have all the same animals they like to eat. All livestock animals are over there too, right? Like, it's true. It's true. They got all the things. They got mad cows over there. They got chickens. They got goats. They got cows. Everything. Yo, know, that's, that's like one a of those chupacabra things that's buffet. Confusing to me. Like, there's beef everywhere, but apparently it's really expensive some places because there's not as much. And I'm like, how? Just um, farm it. Different. Well, different reasons. There's some places in South America. I always remember the story my one teacher told. I can see why some places like Hawaii would have a lack of it because there's a lack of space well, to make there's, giant farms. Yeah, but also like some cultures just don't overproduce. Yeah. Like there's places in South America where we would look at well, the cows and think 90% they look sick. of the stuff in Hawaii is an import. Yeah. Well, I mean, Singapore too. Singapore, yeah, really? import, they import their drinking water. There's not enough for just the whole filter, island. Uh, I mean, I mean, ocean. 
I don't understand how we don't have more places that have giant desalination plants. Like uh, I don't probably the electricity. I guess you know we're already burning enough coal as it is. Just burn a little bit more. Don't 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 you want them? Because <laughs> they will. Just use nuclear power. It's cleaner than coal. I mean, honestly, and the uh, the accident rate. I think is it's really less. funny is because I didn't think that it would happen the way that it happened. But I was talking to a conservative friend of ours, and I mentioned that, and he was like, "I don't know about that." And I was like, "No, it is. It's cleaner." But he's like, "But it's dangerous." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's, they, it's cleaner, and you can use less of them." It's they're like airplanes in the sense of when there's an accident, everyone hears about it, and it scares you. Yeah. But there's like much lower accident rate. I just thought it was funny because I thought that like conservatives would be on the side of that kind of stuff. Oh, what? Just like and more like, energy? Well, because using energy, well, like, because it's scary energy. Oh. It's not, it's not like, like. You're saying it's manly. Like on one side of the political field, everybody wants like wind energy and like solar energy. So I assumed that the other oh, one. Oh, you just. To assume- me, nuclear is just harder version of coal energy, <laughs> is it not? You're like, <laughs> you thought they would just straight Mr. Burns. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought it would be like. And he was like, funny. he was like trying to argue against him. Like, one, it's cleaner and you can use like one nuclear power plant can like. I don't know the statistics anymore. I think they say France is leading the world in nuclear power. Yeah. Um, So a lot of people are basing stuff off of them. But you don't need nearly as many plants to run nuclear as you do coal. Yep. Um, So, all right. So I was, my theory for how the Chupacabra left Puerto Rico is because there's a lot of travel to and from Puerto Rico. True. And it's not that he, well, now that we think that it could be a disease that can be like either spread through the animals or through Things that they eat, possibly. Or a curse. Or a curse. <laughs> I don't think I've, we had said that, but I guess now we'll add that in there. Because it's like vampirism. It's not too hard to assume that maybe that curse could spread or that disease could spread. Across yeah, sure. Because disease spread that way. Um, especially but it could have some... easily just stowed away. Yeah. Well, especially if something could pick it up that's like a... a what's the word? I almost said vector. But it's like a, like a host, but not a, to get symptoms. Like birds. Right? I think birds can do stuff. And like then that. they, but I know there's also like the, the, the interspecial barrier or whatever it's called. So well, here's the other thing. Evolutionary. Uh, evolutionally. Ev- evolutionarily. Evolutionarily speaking, it's not impossible to think that if this is a breed of canine. Yeah that it could exist and have evolved in other parts of the world oh, to adapt uh, to those ecosystems. Convergent evolution, yeah. uh, even. Like, they, what if multiple things evolved into that exactly. because of the same Exactly. Because, uh, I mean, think of how many pressures. animals we have in very far away places that are very similar. Like, yeah. big cats. The, the, everybody has big cats. Even England had big cats at one point. Just, it's a matter of extinction. The lions, situation. yeah. Well, they had saber-toothed tigers there. And yeah, I think saber-toothed tigers were there when oh, people were there. Oh, saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, I was going to say saber-toothed lion. It's it's a lion, but like it's yeah, called yeah, yeah, a tiger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, they had lions there. They had big cats. They had jaguars, apparently. Yep. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, you can, I hunt, those you were... can hunt them in uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. Really? Yeah, because it takes place on ancient England. I always, t- I always thought they just stayed in rainforest. England is rainy, but it's cold. It's not a rainforest. Um. So, yeah, no, like if all these animals that are basically the same animal can evolve in, you know, South America and England, who's to say that Puerto Rico couldn't have an animal that evolved in the South America area, the mid, the Southwest and, you know, other parts of the world too. True. Tigers aren't indigenous to just India either. Like I was, well, aren't they they only on the Asian continent? I think so. Mostly probably. I don't know. That's a bad example, I guess. Lions are a better example because lions really do exist everywhere. 
Just not maned lions. That's a one place thing. Yeah, that's true. Big cats. No. There's versions. Well, America you... used to have maned lions, but they went extinct. Yeah, well, just like uh, when we had dire wolves. Dire wolves. Yeah. So it's not it's not out of the norm to think that like just because it's not it's not the it's not the Jersey Devil and it's not Mothman where people are like, oh, it flew there. Yeah. It's well, like both, it could... the, both of those have paranormal roots. Yeah. If you take this at like a scientific value as just being an animal that people haven't named yet, it's super possible that at least different relations of it could exist all over the world. Yeah. All right. I'll get, I'll, I can accept that. Yeah. Or if it's just a disease, then it just makes sense. And then, yeah. then it's chupacabra disease. And I feel like that we still call them chupacabras. Yeah. Like, oh, that dog got chupacabra disease. That's chupacabra now. He's you better got, get rid of it. He's got chupacitaitis. <laughs> I feel like that'd be the best. Like, instead of like, being like, oh, your dog has rabies or like, ah, you got rabid dog or just yeah, give like, it a whole new name. Like, sorry, man. Like, he's your got, dog's morphed now into this new animal. He's, he's caught chupacabraism. Your dog's, uh, that's, that's a foamy mouth. And they're like, no, it's my dog with rabies. I'm like, nah, you got foamy mouth. Yeah. You have a foamy mouth. You got to kill your foamy mouth. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you, you, I know you used to have a dog, but now you have a chupacabra. It's evolved into chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. You didn't hold B during the transformation no. screen. Imagine how terrifying that would be. Because if it is a disease, then you could just get it at your house pet. Yeah. So your dog comes home, and you're like, oh, you're petting it. And you're like, oh, a lot of fur is just coming off right now. You slowly watch it turn into a chupacabra. Yeah, it's not It's not scabies. It's not mange. Then one day it runs away because, you know, animals, when they're sick, they'll just leave. And then you're like, yo, something came and killed my cats. And it's your fucking dog. Uh, I totally believe in the chupacabra though. Now all all of my research did just made me believe that it is a disease and yep. or a, a a hybrid animal that definitely probably does exist. And going on our alternate show title, everything is a skinwalker except chupacabras. Yeah, <laughs> they're now real. Chupacabras are definitely not skinwalkers. They're definitely not supernatural. They're definitely some kind. Yeah, of Yeah, they animal. have no superpowers unless their superpowers is skins dermatitis and like. being bad at killing. <laughs> well, not bad at killing, bad at hunting overall because it's really what they are there's nothing there's nothing well magical. they how about that one guy um in the documentary was like killed 20 chickens one night 10 chickens the next night and then he kills this thing in the chicken coop which they're like surprise coyote yeah but like that one was pretty good at killing they killed the coyote like no the guy did oh yeah, yeah, yeah. coyotes that coyote was just thinking about its family. Well, it's like it was like, I'm going to kill a bunch of them. I'm going to bring my family here. We're going to eat a bunch of chicken. And then the farmer came out and scared him off. He's like, fuck, I had so many chickens dead. He goes back the next day. He's like, there's not as many. I'm only going to take a few. Maybe he won't come out this time. Kills 10 of them. Guy comes out. He's like, fuck. <laughs> comes back the next day and the guy shoots him. Could be. That was a coyote just trying to provide for his family. <laughs> I know foxes and a lot of predators like that. They'll get like, I don't know if it's bloodlust is the right word, but like they don't know what to do. They could literally, if you think about a fox, they could go into a hen house, grab a bird, and just leave. Yeah. But they get, like, a bloodlust, and they just kill everything that moves. Well, it's, I think it's just, like, that's over-stimulation. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's literally, like, it's just there's over- There's so much food here! And, it, like, a human that goes to a buffet, they're like, I'm gonna try a little bit of everything. He's just funny. biting all the chickens. I, I think it's more like the, like, urge to kill, like, like with house oh, yeah, cats. Like, it's just, like, their predatory instinct can't turn off until it's over. Well, because these things are running from them and prey runs, you know? Yeah. So they're like, this, gotta kill everything! This dead thing's not running anymore, I don't need this one. <laughs> yeah. I need that one. Yeah, that one's fresher! <laughs> And then you get the last one. He's like, ah, fresh. <laughs> and then by that point, it can't eat any of them. So there's just a bunch of dead chickens. Because someone came out and was like, who's fucking with all my chickens? Like, you know what? 
I'm not even hungry, honestly. I just <laughs> maybe these are like uh, like sharks where they're like they go up to a goat and they bite it and they're like, oh, that's not the food I like, and they just leave. Oh, they bite every chicken. Like, is this full of food? Like, mm, that tastes weird. I still don't like this. Let me try another one. <laughs> well, that's like like ninety. Like they say that sharks don't like. Apparently, they can, but for the most part, sharks don't like the taste of people. Yeah, because they, they normally spit us out. Yeah, not that they've so, been able to ask them. But sharks are like babies, and they just put things in their mouth to find out what it is. Like, hug, that's not food. They hug with their sharp mouth, which makes sense for tiger sharks. Is tiger sharks are bull sharks that eat everything? And people um, find like tiger, license plates and tiger sharks have literally had like a piece of like armor in it, like yeah. like a not like real armor, but like a suit of armor. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, yeah, license plate. And they like, just try whatever's around. And bull sharks, maybe also because they're they're the ones that swim up brackish waters, like rivers that would buy a mouth. Like, I, I think it's like any of the ones that hang out in like lower tide waters. Maybe, it's like the yeah, ones where you have to like tiger swim sharks. out to it. Those are the ones that'll come up nearly to the beach. Yeah, because they're little enough to. Um. So yeah, as long as it's non supernatural, non alien point of view, I I definitely I think I believe in chupacabras more than Bigfoot. Oh yeah, I put Chupacabra higher than Bigfoot. Bigfoot has too many. Early '90s, Matt hears pudding? this and he's like, "Yes, Chupacabra wins." <laughs> um, or, but it, I don't believe in the the supernatural. I don't believe in the aliens, but I do think that maybe they could have been bred by the government to cause diseases like AIDS. Oh, that's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what the theory goes. I'm just saying they could have just been bred by the, the government for no reason or whatever reason or somebody made them the deal that they are. And yeah. I mean, and, and the sightings did line up. Like I, I mentioned in the beginning with Hurricane Hugo, they're like, hey, hey, the hurricane came and the monster got out. That makes sense. And then there's another, someone said miners let it out, which would mean it's like a demon. No, I choose to believe that it's just a vampire and that it's a real version of vampirism and that they can catch it. I think you can catch Chupacabra, and the reason we can't become Chupacabras is because we can't get mange. Because we're immune to mites. I mean, we're not. We can get scabies. Shut up. Anyway, that's the end of the show. <laughs> you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. Where's that? I mean, like... Like what? iPod land, Android land. iPodia, Androidia. Androidia. Good one. Uh, or more importantly, you can find us at rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. How do you spell that? R U M R U N N A S podcastnetwork.com. How do you spell podcast network? Podcast network? Google it. <laughs> we got a bunch of other great shows. Uh, you know, Rum Runners, Talk Shonen, Infinite Universes, Norwalls Nightmares, Senpai Kohai, You Have to Watch This, Fit with Talk, Nick. Fit Talk with Nick. That one's about being not fat. That's why I don't know it. That one's about being healthy, which comes in all kinds of shapes. Which I still is why I don't know it. <laughs> Taco Bell and Red Bull, man. That's not even accurate to me. I was That's just going to say. I don't know why. <laughs> Rockstar Fruit Punch. Fruit Punch SpaghettiOs. You just said words? <laughs> Hey, if you got something you want to tell us, you could uh, tweet at us on Instagram or Twitter at Dark Rum Podcast. And if you got any stories, you could share them with us at darkrumstories at gmail.com. Have you seen a chupacabra? Have you? I'm just saying, if if anyone has seen 
a cryptid, we'll talk about it if you send it to us. And we get enough. We might do a whole episode about it. Have you hunted the chupacabra? Do you have the body of a chupacabra? Send me pictures of the bodies of the chupacabras you have. Have you ever tasted a chupacabra? What's it like? Would you eat a chupacabra if you got one? If, if we're thinking we've it's a diseased, diseased animal, so. no, that's scary to me. On top of it, most predatory animals taste bad, especially scavenger types. Yep, true. Anyway, that was fun. Chupacabra's real. You suck. Bye.